This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Master Mindset. Reframe your thinking, master your mindset with Nate Skula and Kim Adele. What are we actually going to be talking about then today on our reflections, Kim? So I think we said we were going to reflect on self-care and mindset, particularly because both of us have had a week where self-care has come up for us, hasn't it? So I had a trap nerve for about six weeks and finally decided this week that it might be a good idea to go and get that sorted rather than just continue to um, try and overthink the pain. Um. And then you had, um, well, you had the 30 degree day, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I should have really been looking at your face while I was talking about how hot it was, to be fair. It would. Well, I have been teaching you face whispering for a reason so that you can actually understand the emotions as they are on the face. Unfortunately for me, you weren't watching where you live. <laughs> no, I was too hot to even think, seriously. So today I've got the aircon on. I don't like, I just don't like having aircon on, but actually, when it's really hot, you need it. But I tell you what, there was this. So basically, I connected with this girl on, on Tinder, right? And, I, and she's like, she's Russian, yeah? So I was like, so I sort of looked at her picture and I could tell a hell of a lot about, about her attitude and stuff. And it was really interesting, the whole thing. Actually, reading, reading people is so important in, in life, right? And... Yeah, you've been teaching me so much about uh, about reading expressions and also combining that with words. It's fascinating, really. Well, and it's all about helping us be the best communicator that we can. So, you know, I believe at our at our base, we all want to be listened to, we want to be understood, and we want to be respected. And that's what I want to do for the people that I interact with. I want to listen to them I want to understand them and I want to respect them so for me learning this new skill was about how do I better communicate how do I understand what's being said when it's not being said and also how do I prepare better for going into a conversation with somebody and one of the beauties as you know is you know as part of the the face whispering stuff is we do personology and that's where you can look at a picture and you can see based on people's um, features and, and where they uh, how they show up then actually you can find out quite a lot about the person's likely personality. And that can allow you to tailor your conversation so that you can interact better. Um, I had a fabulous um, breakfast this time last week, actually, with a good friend of mine. And she was like, go on then, read my face. And I was like, are you sure? Um, and she was like, yeah, yeah, tell me. And I said, right, based on these bits, I would say that these are some of your core personality traits when it comes to work and she's like oh my goodness you've just read me like a book um so then the next night I, I'd gone to theirs for, for dinner I've not really met her husband before and she said well, read his face too so I did and he was like oh my god this stuff's amazing and I was like it is it is really insightful and it just allows us to make sure that we're communicating the way that we wanted to communicate you know with so many people now investing in brand and advertising 
understanding what emotions your images are actually going to invoke in other people is crucial because you might inadvertently be off message. In fact, you know, I was looking at the number of people who on LinkedIn, their profile picture is actually demonstrating contempt. It's genuinely scary. And if they knew that, they'd probably change it because I'm sure that's not the image that they are trying to portray on the platform like LinkedIn. I agree completely. I think some of these LinkedIn profile pictures are quite quite funny, really, to be honest. I, I think the more honest that you are about who you are and your attitude and the positive uh, message that you want to put out, it's like absolutely crucial, right? And I mean, you know, you and I have been given like creator status recently. I think they're rolling that out kind of globally, right? So, you know, I recorded literally just like a 30-second bit of intro and it's surprisingly difficult, actually, to get everything that you want to say into this kind of 30 second, uh, second thing. But I did probably five, maybe seven takes. And I kind of looked at each one and I was just like, well, and I, because of what you've sort of been, been teaching me from, from your training and, and um, certification within, within the face whispering um, world, I've kind of picked up a lot of understanding about not only what, I look like but also what other people look like and also what their pictures look like right and to be to be to be uh, correct about this this system that you've that you've basically been studying for quite a, quite a long time right it, it it actually is the same system as that the, they use in the FBI and and the camera recognition is that correct yeah so it's, it's based on the facial action coding system which um, was designed by a gentleman called Dr. Urquhart, and it is used in facial recognition software globally um, because it what it teaches us is that there are 49 muscle movements in our face and irrelevant of our age, our gender, our uh, culture, even in fact, if we were born blind, we use the same combination of these 49 muscles to demonstrate the same seven human emotions. Um, and therefore we've got a universal language. And the problem that we've got, or rather, should I say the opportunity, is these micro expressions can last as little as one twenty-fifth of a second. And that's because our emotional brain responds 24 times faster than our thinking brain. So at the point you go, don't show this emotion, it's already out there. It's already out there for people to see. So understanding it, being able to recognize it, spotting that somebody in your team is anxious or fearful um, so that you can actually give them more support could be a vital skill for leaders, particularly in the challenges we're facing right now with mental health or recognizing that you know, some, somebody is in need of more support or is happy or sad or angry would just allow you not to call them out. This is not around being able to say, you look this. It's around asking better questions. So, you know, if I'm delivering some training and people look confused, it allows me to open it up and say, can I just check, is this landing properly? Is there any part of it you'd like me to just unpack in a little bit more detail? You're creating that safe space for somebody to go, I'm not sure I understand, without feeling like they've got to sit there and they can't say anything. So all of it is about how we better engage with each other, but also with our pictures and our words and, our, and how we're messaging out to other people. You might say, well, okay, it's all right for you, Kim, you've taught it. You've been taught it and actually you've now taught me it, but nobody else knows these things. But you have those moments, don't you? You look at a picture and you'll go, something's not quite right. There's something a little bit off about that and I don't know what it is. That's because our subconscious 
knows what these emotions are, but we don't have a label for them. So we don't know what it is that's making us feel uncomfortable about it. And the lady who taught me um, this fabulous um, Adrienne Carter, she was sharing with us that she'd done some market research around some of these pictures. And in that, they've got same picture of uh, same woman, sorry, one time smiling properly. And the next time it was a put on smile and everything else about the study was exactly the same. And they obviously they did <coughs> swap things over midway through to make sure there was no left, right bias, et cetera. It was a, it was a proper test, but 80% of the people that took free samples took it from the picture with the genuine smile. And that's because there is something that compels us to go. It's why we look sometimes at people and go, oh, I think I'm going to like them, or maybe I'm not going to like them. It's, all what we're getting from the emotions that are actually being communicated to us all the time, whether we want to or not. It's very interesting when you when you think about how many billions of dollars uh, is spent upon leadership training, upon marketing, marketing training, branding, taking photos in essence as well. You know, I mean, if you can if you can get a photographer who actually understands what a look is going to be perceived in a certain way, right? Like. It, the the difference to the bottom line is just it, it, I don't think it's actually quantifiable because it, it's actually the difference between life and death for some for some people because you know I know one of your one of your training modules had something about uh, someone who had committed suicide right and and it's that serious like if you can if you can spot the early signs of someone being stressed being upset being um, you know, disorientated or unsure of a situation, then you can help them to, by asking questions or, or framing the conversation in a certain way so that you can help them to move beyond whatever obstacle is sitting there in their life, right? Yeah, because we, you know, and you know, we talk about this in conversations all the time. When, when there's any element of fear, people sometimes um, will respond in one of two ways. It's either violence or silence. So either they'll become very aggressive, very assertive, very loud, or they will quite simply remove themselves from the situation um, and go very silent. And neither one of them moves the situation forward. But if you're really anxious, if you're really starting to suffer, then actually often you can't ask for that help. You don't know how to. And yet, inadvertently you are asking for it all the time because your emotions are out there for people to see we've just not taught people what to look for and you know one of the things I do with, with kind of my leaders is how can you really lead with emotional intelligence if you don't know what the emotions look like on the face because you're missing you're missing that part that comes so fast that the person can't control it. So actually, it's not when you know, and somebody says to me, yeah, how are you doing? And I go, I'm fine. When I say fine, I mean fed up, insecure, neurotic and emotional. The one thing I'm not at that point is fine. Um, but if they were really looking at me, they would see that because even at the point I'm going, just tell them I'm fine and move on because I don't really want to talk about it. I will have already have given away the fact that I'm not fine by my um, emotions because they will have shown even if they were fleeting they will have shown on my face um, and therefore being able to to really understand those just allows us to ask better questions and to create those safe spaces for people to be able to step in and ask for help if they need it or just be listened to it's amazing the impact of genuinely listening to somebody to understand them not to interject is Caroline um, sums it up beautifully. Listening is an act of love. Um, 
giving time to somebody to genuinely understand them is an act of love. And it's um, such an amazing gift. And it's in all of our gift to give it to somebody. It's fascinating. The deeper that you dig into, into understanding other people and understanding leadership, understanding marketing, branding, messaging, communications, and and how those those things fit into this this system so well. I, I'm just kind of blown away by it, really, because I've been studying tech, as you know, right, for like, well, probably about seven, eight years. And like IBM invited me to, to, to a roundtable to talk about artificial intelligence and things like this, like back in, I think it was 2014, maybe 2015. And, and at that point, you know, we had all these systems in place, but no one really knew that like actually to detect terrorist behavior and detect suspicious behavior, we were using a facial recognition decoding system. And like, no one really knew that, right? But now using it as an individual and using your brain with it, it just takes things to a whole new level, right? Yeah, because it really is about properly connecting with people. And I think that's what we're here to do, isn't it? Is to properly connect and to really learn from each other and to grow. And I think, you know, for, for me, it's really improved my communication and the impact that I have with people. And it's been quite interesting because everybody you talk to about it is like, oh my God, that's fascinating. But they also immediately go like this and go, what's my face doing? What, what am I showing? I'm like, I don't whisper people's faces all the time. Um, it would just it would just put them off. But But actually in certain situations, it's an invaluable skill to just enable me to better communicate. And that's my that's my aim in life. My aim in life is to leave things better than I found them. And to do that, back to, I guess, what I learned as a hairdresser is your role, and I believe this to be the role of a leader as well, personally, is to listen to the person to understand what's really important to them, and then to try and create that experience for them so that they get what it is they need to be able to be the best version of themselves that's what we're here to do for our people it's what I used to be there to do when I was hairdressing and it's it is down to that simplicity of leaving things better than you found them yeah and and that you know that goes to intent right like if you have the intent to manipulate someone and you 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 behave in a certain unethical way, then sure you could use this system in the wrong way. But that's the same in any. It's it's been like that for years anyway, right? So having the right intentions uh, on how to use this is absolutely key because yeah, like you say, leaving someone better than you found them and and bringing something positive to the world is like absolutely crucial, right? But I know you've got a massively busy day. Yeah, my. Second ever induction as we speak, which is why I've got to run off in a minute because she starts <coughs> she starts big school. So um we are getting used to the transition. It's all about growth, isn't it? Um so yeah, uh, is but it's been lovely to chat. And if anyone's interested and wants to know a little bit more about the facial um decoding training or even having an audit of your pictures so you can see what they're telling your people, then please do get in touch at hello at mastermindset.co.uk. And uh, we would love to chat. Until next time. Thanks for listening to Master Mindset. Please don't forget to follow wherever you listen and tell your friends and tell your friends. This 
podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>